I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. In the last episode of the Climate Change series, we look to answer a fundamental question: Why are we so terrible at fighting climate change? The answer may surprise you and also give you hope that we are not yet doomed. Cochin and Surat in India, Mrak U in Myanmar, Guangzhou and Hangzhou in China, and Malacca in Malaysia. What binds these diverse places is the fact that they have been or are trading ports built by the locals of the respective countries. Now think of the following cities: Bombay, Madras, New York, Singapore, and Hong Kong. These two are or have been trading ports, but there is a difference. these have all been founded or settled by colonialists actually there is one more difference the first set of cities are all protected from the ocean by bays estuaries or deltaic river systems the latter set of cities do not have such protection so what's the point of this well the point is that a similar city on the coast of japan fukushima witnessed a massive earthquake and tsunami in 2011 which led to the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear disaster it was the most severe nuclear disaster since chernobyl in 1986 fukushima was built right at the coast to ensure an easy supply of water for cooling the reactors in the last 3 to 4 centuries a rapid industrialization and progress has given us an air of invincibility so much so that we have forgotten that while the scale of human life may be in decades nature works on a completely different time scale a time scale in which once in a few hundred years nature shows its lethal destructive power as it did in the case of fukushima in case you are feeling a little too comfortable about this sitting in india i'd like to remind you that the bhabha atomic research center lies in the city limits of bombay the nuclear facility at tarapur is also on the edge of the ocean but why did the colonialist build such cities right on the ocean front The novelist Amitav Ghosh in his book The Great Derangement posits that the proximity to water is a science of affluence and education. A seafront is a status symbol. An ocean view greatly increases the value of the real estate. A colonial vision of the world in which proximity to the water represents power and security, mastery and conquest. It has now been incorporated into the very foundations of middle class patterns of living across the globe. Imagine I lived in Mumbai for about a decade. and this thought never ever struck me apart from the great deluge of 2005 and flooding which is pretty much an annual feature i never thought of this very real threat to my life then is it any surprise that we are so terrible at fighting the long term problem of climate change but before you and i blame this entirely on our unfounded arrogance i'd like you to consider this what if i say that it's a collective failure of our imagination our culture and our biology sample this no matter where you are in the world you are either going through a festive season 
or preparing for one. And I find it difficult to imagine a culture where sweet treats are not a part of the celebrations. Our predilection for sugar is biological. As primates, we evolved in trees with a special affinity for ripe fruit. Ripeness indicates maximum nutritional value and hence their allure was understandable. And not surprisingly, ripe fruits and fruity flavors still exert a biological attraction for modern homo sapiens. We have taken this fondness by cultural practice that generates sweets that are nothing but sweet. That is, they are devoid of nutritional value. They are, however, deeply satisfying. This beautifully represents the core disconnect between our biology and our culture. They move at very different speeds. Our biological evolution is slow-moving, with genetic changes and mutations taking place over centuries. Our cultural evolution is fast-moving, with the bulk of our advancement coming in the last three centuries since the Industrial Revolution. The tragedy of the Homo sapien is that we are subjected to both simultaneously. Our culture cycle is so far ahead of our evolutionary cycle that we are inept at tackling slow-moving changes but great at fighting fast-moving ones. Slow-moving changes make us confused and psychologically indifferent. Fast-moving changes make us react with alacrity. Is the same reason that someone transplanted from the Himalayas would flee New Delhi in a day, but a Delhiite would continue to live in the gas chamber the city has become. So is all hope lost for us? Evolutionary biologist David P. Barash does not think so. He says that one of the triumphs of human conditioning is our ability to be toilet trained. Yes, I said toilet trained. It takes a young homo sapien about three years to get toilet trained. Our advancement has given us urban living and against all our biological impulses, we as a species have learned to use the toilet. It's a great behavioral flexibility, capable of going against millennia of natural selection. It's nearly miraculous, yet it's an everyday event. Dr. David proposes a pioneering idea. If we can be toilet trained, why can't we be planet trained? It's my new favorite word being planet trained. In the never-ending disconnect between our biology and our culture, we will need the bridge of being planet trained to survive what we so proudly call the Anthropocene. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram. 